And yet you've got a bunch of friends, you've got other people that are trying to pull you in a direction that you know will take you off the path of what you're trying to accomplish. It will distract you, right? Yeah. It could be partying, it could be girls, it could be whatever it might be. It could be anything, right? Yeah. It could be another business opportunity, right? right? That shiny object. Yeah. It's understanding, cool, that's not for me right now. And mm -hmm. I'm going to stay loyal to the path that I've chosen. And I'm going to keep walking the walk every single day, yeah. regardless of what is out there trying to pull me away from my vision, my dream, and what's possible. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show, a show dedicated to helping you take control of your life and becoming the man that the universe calls for you to be. As always, I'm your host, Sion Stevens. Today, we're joined by a very special guest who I will announce momentarily. But first, if you are not already following this podcast, pause the episode right now. Exit, press follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're listening to this podcast on whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify or on every platform so whichever one you're listening to this on right now be sure to follow or subscribe because we drop weekly episodes all dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and i personally would not want you to miss a single one so without further ado my guest for today ceo of gym launch prestige labs and gymowners.com my brother kill owen kill how are we doing today sad thanks for having me on man i'm doing yeah, great i'm doing great excited to be here yeah absolutely man and so one of the things that i i didn't leave in the or i didn't put in the introduction was you are a husband and a father and so yes. i think yes. that those two things are huge to you know what we uh what we talk about in this podcast our mission as men and we'll come up a lot in our conversation today because Again, they're so important. And the th the three things that we're going to be talking about today uh, play, you know, a huge role in our role as, you know, or in your role as a husband, a father and in business as what we're as we're going to talk about. And so yeah, I just want to throw that in for all of the listeners, because these three things that we talk about are huge and is going to connect to all all facets of, of life. And so yeah, man, I, I hope it's me. valuable. It's definitely helped me. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So so, you know, without any further ado, we'll jump into it. So what we've what we've constructed for this episode are three things that every man must master, essentially, and three things that have helped you in business and, you know, in your personal life. Obviously, these are three things that have been huge for me as well. And talking with you really helped narrow those things down to really, uh, you know, put into a valuable, very precise episode, uh, you know, in my work studying for this there was just so many things I was like, wow, all these things I can really trace back to, you know, these three things that we're going to talk about. So, you know, let's just jump right into it, man. I want to I want to just jump straight into the value. So the first thing that we spoke about, one thing that every man has to master is loyalty. And so yeah. I'll let you jump right into that, man. What has how huge has that been for you in your journey thus far? Yeah, it's it's led to a lot of different things for me, but I'm going to take it on two different things, right? Because a lot of people think loyalty and in the man's world, for many of us, we think of loyalty to people, to our wife, to girlfriends. And that's one very super important aspect of it. But I think there's a deeper aspect, which I want to dive into a little bit, which is loyalty to yourself, the promises that you make to yourself and the dreams that you have for your life. Yeah, And it's one of the most important things because, and I'll take it back for me, 
from the age when I was eight years old, I started playing baseball and I became obsessed at the age of eight with baseball. And I, be, I wanted to become a professional baseball player. And from the age of 10 to 23, I played over a hundred games every single season. I hit a hundred balls off a tee every day. I took a hundred ground balls every day, every day, like Christmas, New Year's. Like I just became obsessed and that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to play professional baseball and I wasn't gifted with natural um, genetic ability. But the biggest thing that I learned from that was you can say it's discipline or loyalty, but I had this dream and I was loyal to the dream to the point where I would give up so many other things, which leads into the next point. But I was willing to give up other things in order to achieve and chase that dream that I had for my life. Yeah. And what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. And that same type of that same characteristic, that same concept is the same type of loyalty that I have. And I think about with my wife, right? right. And the vows that I had with her. And I think about it in my relationships with people that I'm close to, both in business and others. I will forego a potentially slightly fractional better opportunity to stay loyal to the people that I've already committed to. And I've already given them my word that I will stick by them, work with them. And I'm in a partnership with them, whether it's a vendor, whether it's a business partner, whatever it is. Yeah. And that has served me extremely well. I don't think that there is enough in it in the world, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, I don't think it's something that's talked about enough. And I think it's, if you look at it from the two sides of loyal to yourself and the promises that you make yourself and who you want to become, the man you want to become. Yeah, truly, instead of going out and like, let's say you're in a situation where you have this vision of you're trying to be successful in business and you either want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start a business, you want to keep moving up. And yet you've got a bunch of friends, you've got other people that are trying to pull you in a direction that, you know, will take you off the path of what you're trying to accomplish. It will distract you, right? It could be partying. It could be girls. It could be whatever it might be. It could be anything, right? It could be another business opportunity, right? right? That shiny object. It's understanding, cool, that's not for me right now. And mm-hmm. I'm going to stay loyal to the path that I've chosen. And I'm going to keep walking the walk every single day, yeah. regardless of what is out there trying to pull me away from my vision, my dream and what's possible. Absolutely, bro. And I think you hit the nail on the head, man. The two things that I really wanted to dive into with loyalty is loyalty to yourself and loyalty to your mission, which you just, again, just spoke about. And I agree with you, man. There's not enough of that in the world, especially as for us men. Right. And so. I think with the loyalty to yourself, right? uh, Discipline does play a huge role. Like I am loyal to the things that I say, my word essentially. And we spoke about it on our meeting before. Loyalty to your word is what builds confidence. If Mm -hmm. you say something and let's say, you know, we could talk about fitness because that's the field that, you know, we're both in, right? If you say like, generally speaking, right? You're not gonna eat, you're gonna start eating better, right? And then the next day you eat the same junk food that you were eating before. You're, you broke your word. You don't have confidence with yourself. If you don't have confidence with yourself or confidence in your word with the things that you say that you're going to do, you, you're you not going to walk through this world confident because you don't believe the things you say you're going to do. It holds no weight. And so for me, with other men especially, right, loyalty to their, to themselves and to their mission, that's one of the first things that I look at. Because mm-hmm. if I know that you're loyal to your morals and to your mission and to the things, your core values then I know you're immovable, right? And that's the kind of person that I want to collaborate with. That's the kind of person that I want to work with. I don't want to work with somebody who's just loyal to me or appears to be loyal to me, um, if that makes sense, right? Because you have a lot of people who say, I'm committed to helping you do you know, whatever it is that you want to do. I'm committed to helping you go wherever. Cool, but are you loyal to yourself? Is this in line with what you want to do? Is this aligned with your mission? If it, if that's the case, then perfect. We're a good match. We, we work out because... 
this is on you know is on par with your mission your vision this is on par with my with my mission my vision you're loyal i'm loyal cool let's make it happen but the first thing that i'm always looking at is i want to work with other solid men and it's so important to just mm -hmm. keep a core group of loyal solid men around you i actually i saw on one of your posts uh you were talking about um you i i forget exactly what, what i think you were talking about alex and 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 uh it was one of your most recent posts man you were talking about uh his 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 discipline with money i think you were, yeah. you were speaking about yep. and and i saw he commented and he was like he was like it helps when you you know when you have i think i think the word he used was savages i think he was like when you have a bunch of savages around you but immediately i knew what he meant i was like man it's so it's so true it's so true mm -hmm. you know it helps when you have a group of of loyal men around you and so i just wanted to throw those things in there because those things in my opinion come before almost everything because it trickles down and it impacts your relationships your business partners all that and so that loyalty to yourself and to your mission when you're serious about it man the impact that it can have is 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 incredible can i dig a little bit deeper on this on a yeah. more personal level for men in general yeah there's this concept that it's okay for dudes like i'm gonna go relationship real quick but i yeah. i think how you do one thing is how you do everything absolutely right? and so i think it's really important to when you're trying to be successful and you're trying to surround yourself with the right people, there's aspects of this where you can have casual relationships with individuals that are doing things that don't align with your values. It's okay. You can still be friendly. You can still have casual conversations and relationships with them and hang out with the boys in a sense. However, your inner circle, the people that are closest to you, you need to surround yourself with people that have the same values as me. I will not associate myself with someone who goes and cheats on his wife. I don't. Absolutely. I'll have con casual conversations. I'll be that, but I don't trust that man. I don't Absolutely. personally, because it's very hard for me. Now, am I saying that I'm better than him? Absolutely not. Because we all make mistakes. We all have that. However, I also don't want to make that same mistake. And I'm not going to put myself in a position to be around someone who lives that type of lifestyle. It's yeah. my personal choice. It's his personal choice to do that. Yeah. And it maybe it worked out for him or not, but either way for me, that's not for me. And yeah. so I think it's really important for guys is just aligning with the right people so that you are not again, distracted from where you're trying to go. And it's very easy to get distracted today. Yeah. And it's so easy to just stop. Yeah. It's yeah. very easy to not be successful. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And and I think to your point of saying it's very not, it's very easy to not be successful. It is only to your benefit when you're around a bunch of men who are going to continue to push you even morally, right? Yes. Because, because of the way that the world is, man, you are going to be, no matter how much, you know, you limit exposure to, to negativity and different things like that, there's always going to be like a little something here and there that is kind of like nudging you in the wrong direction, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you just have really like just stand out, you know, just stand up guys around you who are like consistently like on it with their morals and and with their dieting and their nutrition and their business and just everything, it elevates you because you're like, yo, these are the people I'm around. And they just inspire you, man. They honestly inspire yeah. you. That's been my that's been my personal experience with it. They inspire you to continue to just be that strong individual, right? And when you're mm -hmm. around people who like, to your example, if you're with a guy who cheats on his wife, man, it's like, you know, again, not 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 judging him, but it's like, is this person going to hold you to your highest to your highest standard? Are they going to continue to push you to be the best husband that you can be? Probably not. Being that that is your mission. Does it make sense for you to be around this person or have this person in your inner circle? And, you know, I think that that's that is so huge, man. That is so huge. And like even with you, right, you have children as well. Like the people who you want your children to be around that you want 
your children to be exposed to to look at adult figures in their life right mm -hmm. like all of it is just so huge when it comes to building your village when it comes to being the you know best version of yourself man that loyalty is just it it's it's everything bro it's everything yeah it's interesting yeah. i found it to be something that at least in my smaller circle that it's some, loyalty is something that a lot of people hold in high regard and mm. they don't i don't think they talk about it a ton but it truly is one of those things because it's very easy when you start to see more success and i'm a nobody like compared to so many different people and when they start to see success many people just want something from them right and there is no true loyalty that's there that will stick through it you know and actually and stand up to them in a way where if they have a bad idea like loyalty doesn't mean saying yes doesn't mean going yeah. along with everything loyalty yeah. means doing the right thing consistently that's doing right by that person yeah right and not yeah. if you're going to say something behind their back you better say it to their face first absolutely right? and so i think there's a i don't i do think it's massively underrated in today's culture yeah yeah absolutely and you know actually you saying that kind of just reminded me of something else that i wanted to sprinkle in throughout this episode which were the six tenets that we spoke about on our on our meeting before yeah. and I don't have them written down because uh, we went over them pretty quickly. But if I'm not mistaken, one of them were close to telling somebody the truth, like don't directly to, and don't sugarcoat it. Right. Yeah. That That's what it was, man. And for me personally, and I want to talk about that really briefly, especially as it pertains to loyalty. Right. Because if 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 we can change our perception of loyalty. Right. If I'm loyal to you as as a friend. Right. And and I'm really loyal to you as a friend. If you're doing something that I know is straying away from your core values or what you're trying to build, my loyalty to you as a friend lies in telling you, hey, bro, you're straying off path. That's mm -hmm. where my loyalty lies. And a lot of people think that loyalty to a friend means keep telling them, yes, keep telling them, keep encouraging them, keep encouraging what you're doing. And we need to really change that perception. And so I thought it was so cool what you spoke about. And, and you can dive in a little bit deeper because you obviously know more about it. But you were you spoke about like the 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 time in between like when you should have told them the truth yeah. and when you did and and I thought that was so interesting because so can you just like can you just share that again with our with our audience? Yeah, I think the time so the the time frame between there's this thing about uh, human behavior right positive right. behavior real quick I'll hit on this um, the closer the reward to the behavior that mm. the time difference yeah the more the bigger the opportunity that that person will repeat the positive behavior. So I'll state that again. Yeah. The closer the gap between behavior, positive behavior and reward, the greater chance that person will repeat that behavior. Same thing with feedback though. Mm. Feedback has to happen on a, on a closer loop. The biggest times when for me as a leader, this is personal, this is business. Anytime that I've screwed up the most is when I have not given immediate feedback to someone on something because I owe it to them and they want it as well. People don't want to go through life not knowing where they stand. Yeah, and not sugarcoating it is so important because it's not the person. Like if if Simon, you have feedback for me, right? I'm doing something that isn't meeting the standards, the expectations in business, or as a friend, or colleague, whatever it might be, right? It's your responsibility to tell me the truth, regardless of how I take it. It is not your responsibility for my reaction to the truth. It is your responsibility to tell me the truth, no yeah. matter what, yeah. right? And I think that's. It's something that's super important because we can only grow through feedback and our ability to have difficult conversations, hard conversations that are not sugarcoated is in direct correlation to our ability to grow. Right. Mm, yeah. The more difficult, hard conversations we have, the more we will grow both in leadership status and every aspect of our life. Yeah. 
But if we're un, if we're unable to have those hard conversations and they don't, they're not hard. They're just sometimes difficult, right? Right. You don't have to make them hard. They're just difficult. And if we don't have those, then it's very hard for us to grow as individuals, as leaders, as well as to be respected. Right. Right. And, you know, on that same note, man, like I've heard examples of like, you know, in, in other podcasts, I was listening to one recently. I think it was, I think it was Bedros actually. I think it was on, I think it was on, I think it was on the Bedros Koolian show. And he was talking about, he was talking about people's relationship or or men's relationship with their spouses. And like, uh, oh man, he referenced somebody else on the podcast, but he was saying like, he was saying like, um, basically if him and his wife don't completely agree on something mm-hmm. that they're not doing it. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and it's so simple, but it's so, it's, it's like, it's so genius because it's like, it's like, there's so many people in relationships who like bend and like bend and don't really like say what it is that you know is bothering them or what it or or they're going with something that they don't want to do and it's like when you don't immediately kind of like confront that right mm-hmm. it grows and and this is not just what in relationships with you know our spouses but in business with friends and everything like it grows right and then all of a sudden once that you know continues to stack and continues to stack then it's like a big kind of like fallout or something that never really needed to happen right mm-hmm. it never yeah. needed to get to that point right but if yeah. we could just suck it up and do the difficult thing as you described it when it first when it was first initiated when it you know when we first needed to mm-hmm. and we could have completely avoided all that other you know all the unnecessary and 100%. it's so that's so huge for us man and so i think that's a that's a lot on loyalty bro and that's one that's huge and i really want our audience to kind of you know just really think about all the things that we're saying because Again, we're talking about them as it relates to business and as it relates to relationships, but it really just it's 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 for everything, man. It's so relevant for all of life, all of the life that we go through as men. And so I think one can huge I stick, thing. Can I stick one more thing on this? Real Absolutely. Quick? Go ahead. Aspect? This is just more so this is my life and my experiences. And I would guess that many of the listeners probably feel the same way. Yeah. When it comes to loyalty, specifically around keeping the promises to yourself. Anytime that I am not doing that in my life, and I know that I should be, I show up as a much worse leader, father, husband, you name it. Yeah. I am. I have a shorter fuse. I'm, I take out my irritation on other people, but yeah. that irritation is not caused by anyone else. It's because I am not keeping the promises and living in accordance with my values and what I, my priorities in life. Yeah. And yeah. so like, if you're in a situation and you are frustrated and you are angry and you are feeling out of control, like you don't have control over your life, take a step back and look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I keeping the small promises or the small commitments that I'm making to myself every day? Am I getting up and, or am I hitting the snooze? But yeah. those are those little things, that little drip of water yeah. every day of that little promise that you let slip by those add up over time. Yeah. Yeah. Maro, it's, it's so huge, man. And actually, you know, I feel like we could talk on it for so long. So I'm just going to insert this one more thing because it kind of just came to my mind. Right. And so when we talk about things like leadership, right, a lot of people who are in the position of leadership out here are not completely confident in in the things that they're telling their team or maybe not confident in how they handled a situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I completely understand that, you know, having led teams and doing, you know, things of that nature. Right. And so for me, it's been so huge to, I, I always look at my behavior before that, right? I always look at 
have I been consistently, you know, keeping the promises to myself, uh, being with my morning routine, my night routine, everything that we talk, everything that we spoke about, right? If I've been consistent with those things, then I have to be confident in the way that I dealt with things, in the output that 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 came from that. When mm -hmm. that happens, then I'm like, you know what? That was me handling it as my best, right? And that's all that my team can ask for. That's all that I can ask for myself. That's when I have complete confidence in the way that I handled things. Mm -hmm. If I was not keeping my word, you know, for the week or the day before that, and I handled something, then that's when doubt is going to start to arise because it's like, I don't know if I handled that well because I haven't been keeping my word to myself. I haven't been at my highest level. So I'm not sure. And so I think for a lot of people who are leaders in whatever capacity they are, that's another great way to gauge how well, you know, you've handled you handled situations, how effectively you've led is always with how effectively you've led yourself and yeah. if you've, you know, kept your word. Absolutely. So, so with that being said, man, let's jump into this next concept, the second thing that we believe every man must master and that is sacrifice, bro. And so I'll let you jump right into sacrifice, man. What do you what do you think on that? How has that impacted your life thus far? Yeah, these two characteristics, so loyalty and sacrifice are the two things that I value the most in people. Um, obviously, I'm biased because those are the two things that I've personally had to do and it's equated to success for me. But I also, when I look at the most successful people in the world, in any niche genre industry, it doesn't matter. There's always a sacrifice because there's always a decision that has to be made. And when we talk about loyalty of staying loyal to the path, to the vision, to the dream and doing that, that means that there's going to have to be no's that are said. And there's going to have to be decisions that are made in which you are going to have to say no to a certain thing in life that doesn't fall in line with helping you achieve that vision, that dream, that goal, whatever it might be. And I think that when it comes to sacrifice, Another word is discipline. There's lots of different things yeah. that you can wrap around it, but mm -hmm. it really boils down to your ability to manage your attention and say no. I truly believe that as you begin to succeed, you're more defined by your no's than by your yeses mm, because yeah. there will always be more opportunities as you as you increase your skill sets, as you increase your status, as you start to make more money or become more successful opportunities start to open up that you were never, that were never available to you right? right. because you're either talking with new people, you're meeting new people, you're in different circles, new opportunities are going to open up, but they're not always the opportunities that you should go after. Mm. And there's always going to be a sacrifice there. There's also going to be a sacrifice when it comes to just working hard, right? Because right. it's not just decision-making and strategically thinking, is this the right opportunity for me? Once you have the right opportunity, then it's saying and sacrificing the things that may feel good now for the things that you know that I need to do today to set me up for the future, to be successful, whatever that might be. Right. Right. And yeah, it's, 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 so you saying that kind of just made me think about two different things. Right. And so one thing with, 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 as it relates to the nose, right. Saying you yeah. know, how the nose define, you know, a lot of your success in the future opposed to the yeses with which a lot of people, you know, might think is a hot take, but it's it's really not. And so for people like us who are very impact driven mm -hmm. and who want to be of service, mm -hmm. that is where the issue of, I believe that's where the issue of saying no 
lies the most if if mm-hmm. for me at least mm-hmm. for me right because it's like your thought is you want to help as many people as possible mm-hmm. right you want to help as many people as possible and so it's hard when somebody is asking for something or when somebody wants something of you to say mm-hmm. no i can't do that because you do want to serve that person you do want to help that person but for me personally throughout my journey right sacrificing and and saying no to things like that has allowed me to dedicate more time to things like this podcast or to my company or to my team that is ultimately going to impact so many more people, right? And that is what is on my mind when I say no to things, right? When I say no, it's not saying, you know, no, because I don't I don't like you. I don't want to help you, right? It's saying no, because I have to sacrifice this one task for this one person towards, and I have to dedicate my energy towards something that I know is going to impact so many people. And yeah. and that's something that I think that a lot of us who are really who have the issue of saying no when it comes to, you know, when it's coming from a place of service, right? Because you want to serve. I think that that's something that we really do have to start thinking about. Because um, for me, that again, that's been huge for for my ability to say to say no to things. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect example of yeah. how hard it can be to say no, especially if you are in a position to help people. Right. 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 And it's understanding the situation, understanding, you know, is this a time when I can give it 100% of my focus to help them? Because 50% of your focus or 70% is not going to be the same as 100% of your focus and attention. Yeah. You truly yeah. want to help someone. Because yeah. so, if you want to make the impact that you want to, we all need to be all in on those those moments and those times and yeah. those times to give back. Yeah. But if it's just, yeah, sure, I'll say yes. And then you regret it. You're not going to show up the best way that you can to yeah. truly make the impact that you want to. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, it's controlling that attention and that that time management. I think back for me, you know, I, I've sacrificed a lot of things that normal kids have when they grow up to focus on baseball because baseball for me was so hard. I was not that great, but I just loved it. And I sacrificed, I didn't have a spring break. I never had a spring break yeah. ever because I was playing baseball. You know, like I, I'm playing baseball every single day. I trips. I'm taking my glove. I'm hitting. I'm not going out on the boat in the summer, right? Like my parents didn't have a boat. My friends all did it. I didn't because yeah. I'm focused on playing baseball and travel, travel ball. I'm doing all these things. And right. that was my decision, right? I can right. look back. I don't regret a second of it, but that was my decision because I was so focused on what I needed to do. And I said, okay, to the other stuff. And I knew that there would be time when I'm older for me, I knew that I was self-aware enough to know that baseball will not be forever. Yeah. Know that there's going to be a season in life where I'll have that opportunity. That season is now. I get yeah. to the kids out. We get to go out on the boat. We get to have fun, and I get to see it through their eyes too. So yeah. there's these seasons in life, and it's understanding when to when you can say yes and when you can say no. But at the end of the day, you do have to be prepared to say no. You can't do everything. Yeah, yeah, I love that man because that's that's a it's a perfect example, right? Because I think that that's the other uh, part of sacrifice that I thought about when you were talking before is, you know, saying no to things that might seem fun or or enticing at the moment. Right. And and I think that that relates to discipline. I forgot who said it, but uh, I always refer to this quote of like discipline is 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 prioritizing what you want most over what it is that you want now. Mm-hmm. And and with that, that comes with saying a lot of no's. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, you know, you might think like, your friends are going out right while you're working to build whatever it is you're trying to build and your friends are going out and they're like hey man come out with us like you know we're 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 going wherever and sometimes you have to say no because you know that if you go out that night 
it might impact you for the next day. And you know, you have meetings and important meetings in the morning, important work to do. And so that's where the no is so, you know, essential. It's, it's so important there as well. And, you know, I think you hit it. You hit the nail on the head with that again, man. It's like sacrificing what you want now for what you want, what it is that you want the most. And so I love everything that you just said. I want to hit something if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking, well, no, you know what? I can do it all. I can have it. Yeah. And I'm going to use this as a sports analogy real quick. Um, in sports, there are guys that are born genetically, yeah. baseball, for example, that are born genetically, that literally are born to throw 95, 98, 100 miles an hour. They're born that way, like with the length of their arms, with the mechanics that they have and the teaching that they had, they can do it naturally. They do not have to do anything. So for them, it is literally like waking up and walking around mm. and they can throw a ball 95 miles an hour. Mm. Average person can't do that. Right. Right. And so when you look at it and they're like, yeah, but they can go out and they can party and they can still throw 95. Yeah. Because it's like getting out of bed for them. Yeah. Yeah. You've been getting out of bed your entire life because you've been doing it every single day. That's why you're yeah. good at it. For them, they literally are built to do that. And I'm not taking away from the work ethic or anything like that. But if you use that as an example, there are people that are genetically gifted, that have an ability that is in the mind of a lot of people, the exception to the rule, and they can be, but that's not, that's the exception. That's not the norm. And so for me, when I think about it, and I talk to so many different people about this on understanding the power of saying no and the power of really just truly focusing and showing up every single day and sacrificing certain aspects of your life. It's because we're not the exception to the rule. And if you think you're the exception to the rule and you use that as the excuse, I can do it all. And I can be this guy. Most of the time that leads to a lot of discontent and a lot of failure. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. realize that if I just focused on this one thing and I just went all in on this one thing, I would be exceptional. It's the same with a small business person who dabbles in different businesses. And is like, I mean, we've all met the entrepreneur, right? Oh, I've got this business over here. I've got, and I've got this one over here. Oh yeah. And I'm doing this on the side. I'm a real estate agent. I've got, I'm also a trainer. I'm also like, I also do food prep on the side. And you talk to them and you're like, cool. Well, like, are any of them successful? As soon as I hear someone say that, I know they're not successful in any of them because they're just trying to dabble in all of them. Right. All in on that one thing you would take all of the time and attention that you're wasting over here and put it into the greatest opportunity and you would be massively successful. Right. Right. And man, kill everything. So everything you just said was, <laughs> I think plays into all three topics that we have, you know, laid out. And I think that that's a perfect way to transition into the next and final one that we have for today, which is skill stacking. And yep. And before we just jump into that, right, I want to talk a little bit about what it is that you just said, right? And so for the person who might be thinking, like what you said before, who might be thinking they can do it all, right? And mm-hmm. and and they can do it all. They're naturally gifted and and what it, and you know, whatever they might be thinking in their mind, man, no matter what, the person with discipline and with and who who is loyal to their mission, who's loyal to themselves, who's been in it for you know a while i i believe i personally believe that no matter what that person is always going to have the upper hand no matter Mm -hmm. what it is no matter Mm -hmm. what it is and these are lessons that personally i've learned the hard way coming up in sports um you know i played basketball my entire life right Mm -hmm. and so there were certain things that i was naturally good at in basketball like there were certain things that i was naturally good at in basketball like dribbling for example like i was always naturally good at dribbling right and I remember 
vividly one time, right? A great friend of mine to this day. His name is Andrew, man. He grew up playing basketball uh, with me. He, I was always better than him just because I was naturally good at certain things. He worked so hard in basketball. And I really just like, because I was good at things, I kind of like slacked off. I played on teams. I, I did whatever. And I wasn't really super focused on my craft, right? I was more focused on like, the certain looks of things, making sure I played on, on different teams, making sure I did whatever. I remember one day, bro. I remember one day, like after like four years of that, we meet at like a Y at a local YMCA and we play a game of like one-on-one. -on -one. And I just remember, bro, he was just killing me. Like I, and, and this is when, and he didn't play for a team or anything like that. He didn't play for a team. I played for like one of the best teams in the, in the city. And he was just, he was killing me, bro. And I was, I remember like feeling like, yo, there's like nothing I can do right now. And like, that is kind of one of the first hits my ego ever took. And like one of the first times I really got humbled because I was like, bro, like this is, this is, it's insane. And, and so what ended up happening with that game is like, I, I ended up acting out of character, right? Like I ended up really just like trying to post him up really hard and, and scoring it ended up being a pretty competitive game. But in my mind, the whole time I'm like, no, a change has to be made right right now and and i think I've, I've that lesson has stuck with me for the longest because ever since then in basketball in in well then it was in basketball but just through life it's always like stay humble stay disciplined mm -hmm. and focus on your craft bro focus on your craft and 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 again we'll use that segue into skill stacking which i'll let you uh dive into yeah. and, and explain you know what that is for for our listeners yeah, that's a great story, by the way. Great story. <laughs> I appreciate I, it. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been there. Like, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. It's, it's a testament to that ability to, or that work ethic, right? Yeah. The, the sacrifice and the focus that it takes to be really, really good at something. Um, yeah. yeah, skill stacking. So I think that skill stacking is should be the focus. It's funny, and I'll take a tangent real quick. On my, we just posted this, uh, this post and it started blowing up for me, at least I'm small time on social media. So it started blowing up a little bit. I was talking about the two things that I would never say to my kids. Mm -hmm. And those two things are number one is I'm not going to negatively label them. So I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to say that you are stupid or you are dumb. Like there are mm -hmm. things that they do that are stupid, but that doesn't make them that way. Anyways, All the right. second thing I said was, and I think this was the thing that caught a lot of people's attention on it was I, I tell them, I'm not going to, I'm never going to tell them to follow their passion. And mm -hmm. This got lit up a little bit, which is funny, um, but I'll provide some context right here. The reason why I'll never tell my kids to follow their passion is because I'm going to tell them to chase skill stacking instead. Because mm. if you have, think of it as like an ingredients, right? You want to bake a cake. Right. The cake just doesn't come out with one ingredient. Mm. Right? So let's just say, let's take that cake and let's turn that cake into ads. You want to run profitable ads, right? right. You want to make great ads and you want to make sure that it's good. Well, there's lots of rest. There's lots of ingredients that are needed to make great ads to yeah. drive leads. Absolutely. You need to be really good at copywriting. That takes time. Mm -hmm. You have to test. You have to understand the psychology of copywriting. You have yeah. to understand how to write really well at a third grade level yeah. that people can read well and it gets your point across and it invokes right. an emotion, a feeling. There's copywriting right there. Then you have to understand the creative. What is the type of creative that's needed to catch someone's attention? Then how do I do it? Is it video? Is it image? Like, what is it? Is it carousel? Like, what are the different things? And if it's video, now you have to get really good at video. Now you have to understand editing. Now yeah. you have to understand, cool, how do I position myself? Backdrops, everything else. Then there's a whole aspect of simply how does it look when I'm scrolling? Like, how do I format it? How should it be? Then if depending on the platform, you have to learn the platform. 
Right. Each one of these are simple ingredients that have to go into the skill of running profitable ads. Right. And when you think about that through life, there's so many different things that have to add up to being successful. And for me, it's always cool, self-aware. How can I do a self-assessment basically, trying to be as self-aware as possible? What skills am I lacking that I need to acquire now that will get me to the next level and allow mm-hmm. me to pull myself up to the whatever is next, right? Yeah. Yeah, And so through life, I've always tried to figure out, and not all through my life, this has taken time. I didn't wake up like this. I yeah. was like this. So <laughs> it's really just been over the last four or five years and and being around people like Alex and Layla and, and sitting next to him, you know, I say through quotes, sitting next to him because it was a remote company, but being with him and talking with him for the last four or five years, I've had a chance to really learn from him on how he goes and viciously acquires skills. Because he's like, cool, if I'm lacking in this, like, let's say I need to be better at sales. I can get leads. I can get them to show up, but I can't close them. That's the next piece. But here's what's interesting. Cool. Once I'm really good at sales, if I'm still the one selling, then it's always a job for me. But if I'm building a business, I need to acquire the skill of teaching people how to sell. That's a whole new one. Then I have to acquire, I need to make sure I have this skill to be able to fulfill on what I just sold them on. Then I have to be able to retain them. I have to be able to influence. I have to acquire the skill of leadership, of communication, persuasion, Mm. all these different things, right? An example for me is over time, I've I've typically taken either quarterly or yearly goals of skill acquisition. Um, When I was starting out in leadership, it was quarterly because I was trying to ramp up as fast as possible. For me, I've started noticing as my the skills that I'm trying to acquire are higher leverage. I've taken more time mm. to dive deeper. And right. so I would have a focus for a quarter and I would read and study and learn and ask questions as much as I possibly could around that specific skill. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same thing now. Yeah, bro. So one of the things, right. And because, so for my company beyond athletics, I just, so I just brought somebody up who was, uh, he was with us for my company's relatively new. We launched in September. Right. And awesome. so, and so somebody was working uh, with us and I basically just said, you, if you want to join the company in like a full-time capacity for marketing and be the head of marketing, like that's, that's, you can, you can take over that. I have complete faith that you'll be able to effectively lead, you know, our team in marketing. Right. And so he was just asking me, he was like, he's like, oh, what does a CMO do? Like what, what, uh, what specifically do you do you, do you need, what does the company need from me? Uh, like, and he was just asking me like a few different questions. And, and so I sent him like an email and we're, we're going to talk later actually. And I could just broke down to him basically everything that I do, uh, as it, as it pertains to skill stacking, like we spoke about as we, as it pertains to studying, as it pertains to just analyzing and like all companies as it, when it comes to self-reflection, when it just comes to everything Everything that translates into me being the best leader that I can possibly be, I just shared everything, all of those things with him and say, these are the things that I do. And I'm sure that holding a position this high, these are going to be the things that you have to do as well. And so I say that to say, I feel like a lot of people don't like focus in on their craft enough, man. And and it, and it's like, and it's like what you just said, uh, focusing in on becoming really great at one thing because to become really great at something right to even to even say like being a leader right that is extremely broad to say like to be the greatest leader that you could be is 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 super broad right so but even if we're talking about something like that you really have to study you have to study 
and think about all the different components, right? When it comes to leadership, oh, how can I effectively lead myself? What does it take to speak well to a team? Like we're talking about being a better, better speaker, a better orator. Say, oh, what are the things that resonates the most with my team? How can I effectively demonstrate leadership when I'm not speaking? What is it going to take to to hit this next? I don't know, hit hit this next milestone before the quarter ends or whatever it takes, right? There's so many different things that we just have to focus in on. And it takes so much research. It takes so much studying. It takes so much self-reflection all to be good at like one, one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but when you're really great at one thing, right. And when you have a collective of people who are really great at one thing, obviously that transitions or translates into, into success. And it translates into, you know, a really great and profitable company or, or whatever it is that you're, you know, part Absolutely. of. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's, there's a couple different ways to look at it too. When you think about skill stacking, cause there's the, I'm going to use this analogy from a standpoint of if, when you look at time, there's a micro and a macro skill set. Yeah. Micro would be the things that are like the technical hard skills that you can learn, like running ads. You can take a course on running Facebook ads and you can learn the, the technical skills needed to place ads, optimize them, manage them. Then there's the technical aspect of writing copy. You can take courses on writing copy, all those things. Those are micro, meaning that you can go through those really quickly, like really yeah. quick. And you can learn those and start practicing and testing. There's yeah. macro skills, which are more like leadership and the soft skills. Those are things that are learned over time and you're not going to immediately take a course on it and become a better leader. Yeah. yeah. You can take a course and learn how to communicate better, but that takes time and practice and you have to meet with different people. You have to, you have to learn through different experiences and situations, how to be a better leader, how to communicate with different people, how to show up for your team and all that stuff. And so I think it's, it's really interesting when you break those down into those two things, you can create a little bit more leeway for yourself and patience sure. when it comes to the soft skills and those macro, yeah. right? those macro um, skills that you want to stack, knowing that those will develop over time. But I, I, I think that too many people, and I say this for myself too, because for too many times in, in my life leading up to the last four years, up until the last four years, I gave myself too much time to accomplish acquiring new skills. I said, cool, I'll do this and I'll just slowly learn over time. When, if I just took that out and I was just like, no, I'm going to acquire this skill. I need to acquire this skill in the next two weeks. Yeah. Like if gun to my head, if I had to acquire the skill of, I don't know what it might be, like just running ads, whatever it might be, gun yeah. to my head, had to run ads for my company, which I can, but let's just say I had to learn. I would learn in the next two weeks. I'd figure right. it out, right? Because right. I take a course, I would do everything I possibly can to make that happen. And I, I think people would be a lot more successful if they took that same mindset into acquiring these harder skills, these technical skills. Yeah. They would be able to stack them much faster and they would be able to move with much more speed. And one of our core tenants at Gym Launch is speed is king because if you're not acting with speed, right, the the marketplace and everything else in life is always moving forward. Yeah. And the person that is going to, number one, acquire the most amount of skill sets and do it faster than everyone else and do it with better quality is going to win. Yeah. Because they're going to provide the best service, the best product, the best mm -hmm. experience for the people that they're trying to serve. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, that speed has to be ingrained. And we have to sometimes put... We have to sometimes put these, these deadlines on ourselves that may be false to push yeah. us faster. It's like Michael Jordan, man. Like yeah. he, used to talk about yeah. he used to create these stories in his head, right? Yeah. He used to create <laughs> these false scenarios to get yeah. him angry and get him motivated and get him pushed. Sometimes we have to do that. Yeah. yeah. We put yeah, ourselves yeah. In, this, in the position where our back is against the wall yeah. mentally, right? right? And get us to move forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'll kind of just close off with this really quickly, but that's actually one of the main the the thought process behind that is 
is the reason that I named this podcast The Art of Kings, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's so many things, so many little things that we have to master to be great at whatever it is. Obviously, with the podcast, it's be the greatest man that you can be. Mm -hmm. And so from that idea came The Art of Kings. And, and that's why that is the reason that this podcast is, is, is named The Art of Kings. And that is why we cover so many different topics and why we dive deep into every topic like i remember our meeting before you were like you know like uh like how deep should we go with with, with certain things i'm like man as deep as as deep as we can possibly get man that is that is what we're here for right and because so many people so many so many men don't want to talk about the hard things right a, a lot of a lot of uh connotations of toxic masculinity and things like that which i i don't even like to say toxic masculinity right but like a lot of the connotations about that is that like men are so like you know aggressive and hard and like you know whatever it is man but it's like with that being said not really talking about the things that are actually hard the things that are actually challenging on an emotional level on a mental level on all of those things so whenever we have the opportunity man and we're talking about the art of kings and we're holding men to a higher level let's go deep man let's go deep on 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 how we're feeling about things on what it's going to take to really push us to that next level and so yeah. I just kind of want to end off with that, man. If you have anything else to throw in. Oh, that's great, yeah. man. That was great. Yeah. And I, I guess I'll say this too, because I've done a lot of talking to people. I just want people to understand that if you're listening to this, like I'm still going through it. Absolutely. Like I'm, man, I'm still learning every day. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. I, I get paid to learn in my job. I get, I get the opportunity to learn how to be a better husband, a better yeah. father every day. It's still, there's still the struggles. There's still a the sacrifice. There's still, obviously the loyalty runs through all of that, but it's, it's an amazing journey. It's an incredible journey. When you lean into it, the reward is exceptional. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So I'll leave it with that, man. Uh, for our listeners, can you just leave a couple of places where they can find you, find more gym launch, more prestige labs, whatever it is, yeah. man, uh, just yeah. leave it for them and I'll, I'll type it up in the description as well. Yeah, for sure. So you can follow me on Instagram, um, Instagram, and I would say Instagram and TikTok are probably the places that I'm, I post the most amount of content. So Instagram, just my name, C-A-L-E-O-W-E-N-K-L-O-N on both on actually all platforms. So same with YouTube. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Kale Owen. Most of my stuff again is on Instagram in there. We have a podcast, the Gym Lords podcast, um, that we do. Um, no, we don't put as much content as you though. So <laughs> just keep, if you listen to this, just keep listening to the Art of Kings. It's, we don't put as much stuff on there. Um, but I will give a shout out. There's one company that we just started. It's a tech startup and a media company that we just started for gym owners in the world of fitness. It's called gymowners.com. Um, and you can find us You can go to gymowners.com, find out more about what we're doing over there. But yeah. Awesome, bro. And everything you just said, I'll leave in the description for the audience. They can check it out. And so with that being said, man, that concludes another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show. Peace. Peace, Art of Kings family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a listener of the Art of Kings podcast show, we ask that you do three things to help us further our mission and reach as many men as possible. First, if you feel it is appropriate, please leave us a five-star review as it would greatly help with our ratings and help to get the podcast out to more people. Second, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at underscore Art of Kings underscore. That is the official community for the Art of Kings podcast show, where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and receive special updates about future guests as well as future episodes. Finally, please send the podcast directly to three people who you feel could benefit from our messages. The Art of Kings is a movement intended to help us men become all that we were meant to be, all that our families need us to be, and all that the universe calls us to be. If you find our episodes valuable, 
Please send the podcast over to three people with the hopes of spreading the message and furthering the movement. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh,